0: Extraordinary men and women went before us with unmatched resilience, enduring hardship. When called upon to defend and liberate, they said yes. They found courage to rise with every sun, loyalty toward their country, discipline for every command, even in the darkest hours. They said, yes. They cherished and fought for freedom, so those coming behind them were assured of it. And when the moment came for them to give it all, their futures never to be written, they said, yes. Today, we think upon their sacrifice and find our way to honor them saying yes to making the most of what they gave us and filling the earth with God's goodness. We thank them for their yes. They will never be forgotten.
1: Well, welcome everybody to Freedom Baptist Church. Uh, This is Pastor Rob Wines and it's my great privilege to welcome you to our online service here today and uh, we are hoping and praying that you will be blessed by our service Uh, we have some music that we're going to be playing and we're also have a great message today from Psalm 84 so if you'd like to begin by turning to Psalm 84 uh, you're going to have plenty of time to do that while we uh, talk about a few announcements and also uh, have some songs before the service and a time of prayer as well And so uh, the announcements are relatively few uh, this week. Uh, Of course, we continue on with our online services and our uh, online Sunday school and uh, Wednesday night Bible study. So we hope that you will enjoy those and take part of those. If you have questions about how to get involved in those, please contact me at 812-215-9724. And I'd be glad to get you straightened out on how you can participate through Zoom and uh, also many of you have asked well how do i give an offering during this time and uh, you sure can give an offering and you can do that by simply sending it to freedom baptist church at po box 235 in noble illinois and that is 62868 and so uh, we thank you so much for uh, the offerings that have been given and uh, uh, they will help out greatly uh, for the ministry of this church uh, we do have some uh, prayer concerns today that we want to talk about before we go to prayer. First of all, my sister, Sandy Wines, many of you have visited her, but she's had some health problems recently. And uh, I sure would appreciate if all of you would just kind of reach out and uh, pray for her. Uh, she's doing okay, but uh, I, I would just appreciate if you would, if you would be praying for her. Also, we learned earlier in the week that Dan Glover uh, had a stroke, and so we've been praying for him as well. I have another friend, Jake Shaw, who requested prayer this week. Uh, Jake is a young man who's having some marital problems and uh, is requesting that the church lift him up in prayer as well. And then many of you have heard about Amelia, uh, Brandon Leach's mother, who has been very sick here recently. Uh, she was back home and doing pretty well, but she's uh, been b- been put back into the hospital. And so the family is asking that you would pray for her as well. And then as we go to the prayer this morning, we also, of course, want to continue to pray for our country, the leaders in our country, that they would make wise decisions. Uh, we also want to pray for those who are lost. Uh, we know that even in the United States, many people have not heard the gospel the good news of Jesus Christ uh, or maybe they have heard it and misunderstood it and so we are praying for them that God would do a mighty work uh, in the United States and during this especially during this time where there's uncertainty that people would begin to look at Jesus Christ and the claims of the Bible once again and see that they are true and turn in repentance toward God and so we're going to pray for those as well as our offering this morning so let's just uh bow our heads for a few minutes and offer up a prayer to god father we thank you for the opportunity that we have here today uh, to worship you to come before you corporately even though we are separated by distance Um, we believe in the power of prayer and that uh, in the power of the holy spirit and that goes past any physical boundaries that we may have and so we just pray for your help during this time we are totally reliant upon you we pray that you would stay very close to us and that we would stay very close to you during this time we pray for our church and our country that you would give us wisdom we pray for those who have not heard the gospel or need to hear the gospel again that they might believe and trust on Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and be saved uh, and we pray for those special requests that have been mentioned here today as well as those people have throughout uh, the community uh, that you would be with them encourage people uh, that they might see that you are loving and good and turn towards you with all their heart soul mind and strength and we ask all these things in Christ's name now we have uh, a few songs uh, to play for you and uh, you may be watching this at home but i really encourage you to look at the words and some of the songs will be familiar to you and you can sing right along let this be a time of worship and not just a time of watching words or listening to someone sing but sing right along with them and god will be glorified in that way and we will see you in just a few minutes so much those songs and I hope that you did too. I hope they were uplifting to your heart and helped turn your your mind and your heart toward God because that's really what music does during worship service. It's not so much about us, but it's about getting our heart right with God. And my prayer right now is that your heart is right with God or because of this message that you will see uh, that you have a need to come toward God. You know, He wants to be very close to us. And he always has been. We've talked about how he created Adam and Eve in the garden to be with him and uh, enjoy fellowship with him. And it's no different for us today. He wants to be very close to us. And so that's why I'm so happy to be studying Psalm 84 today. Really, Psalm 84 is about longing for the presence of God in our lives. And I hope that is your longing, that you'd long for the presence of God in your life. And so we're gonna be uh, talking about that. And as I was thinking about this, I was reminded of uh, my family who lives in Argentina. Now they are back in the States right now because of the coronavirus. But uh, for several years they have been in Argentina. We've had opportunities, of course, uh, to talk to them by phone. We've had opportunities to talk to our grandchildren uh, using video chat, Zoom, or Facebook or not Facebook, but uh, FaceTime, and all those are great technologies, and they help us to remain in touch, but there's always that longing that you have for them to be with you, to be present with you, to be able to put your arms around them, and so long-distance relationships are not what we want, right? Long-distance relationships, we want to be close to people, even in our current situation we've not been able to meet together as a church and as we talk in our uh, Sunday school class or our Wednesday night Bible study we long to be back together again where we can see each other face to face or give a hug or a handshake or a word of encouragement see the expression on each of our faces because we were meant to have face-to-face relationships and that is what God continues to want with us And so we're going to be not settling for a long distance relationship with God, but we want a very close face-to-face relationship with Him. And it may be surprising to many people that we can have that. And you might say, well, how can you have that when God is in heaven, Jesus is in heaven? Well, we can have that because the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, lives within us. He dwells within all who have trusted and believed in Christ as Lord and Savior. And so we can have that. And that's what we're going to be studying about today in Psalm 84. And so let's turn to Psalm 84, and we'll read the Scripture. We'll have a time of prayer, and then we'll get into what it means and how we can have a close relationship with God. Not a long-distance one, but a longing for the very presence of God. So Psalm 84 begins by saying, To the choir master, according to the Giddith, a psalm of the sons of Korah, how lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts! My soul longs for, yes, faints for, the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sing with joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house, ever singing your praise. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to heaven. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The early rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength, each one appearing before God in Zion. O Lord, God of hosts, hear my prayer. Blessed is the one who trusts in you. Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity that we have to learn from this psalm. And we pray now that you would teach us what it means to long for the presence of the Lord and to be in the presence of the Lord. This is our heart's desire, to be close to you. We pray that you would guide and direct us in all these things. In Christ's name, amen. Well, that was a wonderful scripture, and I love reading that today. This psalm actually is a song of ascents, and I know typically we think of those as being Psalm one twenty to one thirty four. But even this, though this is way back to Psalm eighty four, it has all the elements of a song of ascents. And a song of ascents were those uh, songs that the people sang, <coughs> excuse me, as they uh, ascended the temple to participate in special annual feast, And so there were three feasts during the year where the people's presence was required. Then they would come from all over from Israel, different parts of Israel and the surrounding area, and go up to the temple. And as they would go up to the temple, they would sing these songs. And it would just escalate. As they would get closer and closer, it would get louder and louder. And so, uh, the reason the people were so excited about this is but is because as they were going back to the temple in Jerusalem, they weren't just getting close to buildings like temples and altars and and the different instruments used in the sacrifices, but they really believed and they were getting close to the presence of God. You see, in those days, the presence of God was within the temple. And so All through this psalm that we're talking about today, Psalm 84, as the psalmist is talking about getting close to the temple and the beauty of the temple, what he is really referring to is how beautiful it is to be in the presence of God, to experience Him in a very personal relationship. And So we must ask ourselves a question today. Do we long for the presence of God in our life? Do we really long for that? And are we really ready to do what we need to do in order order to get into the presence of God? On the other hand, does God seem distant to you? And I pray that He does not seem distant to you. Now let me get just a couple things straight. First of all, we can be close to God only through the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, trusting in Him. To have paid the penalty for our sins. And when we believe and trust in Him, God Himself comes to live within us as the Holy Spirit. If you are not a Christian today, then God probably does seem very distant. But not all hope is lost for you. You can turn toward the Lord Jesus Christ today. And it's my prayer that as you are listening to this, that you will do that. It's a free gift that He gives us. Jesus paid the penalty on the cross for our sins so that we do not have to be judged, but that He will give us eternal life. And so I want to make that clear, that we can be close only because of the blood of Jesus Christ. But even Christians, at times, because of things that enter their life, sin that enters enters their life, can grieve the Holy Spirit and it seems as though we are distant from God let me ask you another question when you come to church to hear the word preached do you anticipate meeting God and hearing him speak to us we really should as you come to this service today you should be expecting something from God's anointed preacher that will speak to you from God now sometimes it's something encouraging sometimes it's something convicting but it is always something that is good for you and shows you that God is very present with you. When you sit down and read your Bible, is it an encounter with God or just a habit to check off for the day? So many times Christians can have a list of things that they want to get done for that day. They feel like they need to get these things done in order to merit God's approval. Well, that's just not the way it works. We want to do those things. We want to read our Bibles every day. We want to study our Bible. But it's not something just to check off to say that we've got it done and therefore God is going to favor us. No, we do it because we want to be close to God. We long to have that relationship with Him and talk with Him. And so this is not about good works. This is about grace. This is about being close to God because we love Him and care for Him and so desperately want to have a relationship with Him. This psalm tells us that we as born-again Christians have a, should have a deep longing for the presence of God in our life and it's my prayer that it will remind us here today and motivate us to seek His presence every day. You see, God doesn't move away from us, but we can move away from God. There can be things come into our life that take priority over God, and when that happens, we can feel like He is not close to us. Now, we know that He is there. We just need to turn back to Him. But how do we, how is this Psalm teaching us today about how we can have a relationship with God and long to be in His presence? And one person might say, and we've talked about this earlier, don't I have the Holy Spirit within us? And that's absolutely true. But even Christians will sin, and sin grieves the Holy Spirit. And so when we grieve the Holy Spirit, we may have a reluctance to go to God. Even though He is willing to forgive, we may have a reluctance to go back to God. We may feel like we have to kind of work off our sin or or or. Uh, somehow deserve to gain God's favor again. Of course the Bible teaches us that God is always willing to forgive. Also when we sin there may be a reluctance to meet with God's people. Many times this happens with new Christians. Uh, They think they must be perfect and when they mess up then they feel like well I can no longer go back to church because I don't meet their expectations. But that's absolutely not true as well. God's people, uh, the church, should always be willing to receive someone back who has sinned and who has repented of their sin. If we sin, we may be reluctant to read the Bible. We may think, well, there's nothing there that's going to help me. I'll just go along, and we feel a loss. We are no longer close to God. We no longer feel His presence. We may have a reluctance to pray. We may have a reluctance to to have relationships with other people. And so we do need this lesson today about how to be in the presence of God and how to to seek for that and to long for that. Now why and how should we seek for the presence of God? I think this gets to the very scripture that we have talked to today. First of all, we should long for the Lord and our longing should be intense. If we read in this psalm that we just read here today, his longing for God is intense. He says, My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. And let me remind you, it's not the courts, it's not the building itself, but it's the very presence of God that he is longing for. And the court, the temple, represents that. And so our longing should be intense. He talks about fainting. As though someone who is very hungry doesn't have enough to eat and faints from a lack of food. And and that's the way it is with the Lord. When we are distant from the Lord, we feel a hunger for Him. We should feel a hunger for Him as the psalmist feels a hunger for the Lord as well. We understand that the temple is described as being a lovely place, but isn't it really lovely because of the presence of the Lord? That, that's what this is all about. I love talking about heaven and what heaven is going to be like. But so many people, I think, have a wrong impression of heaven. Heaven is not lovely and desirable because of all the things that are in it or the, all the things that we might be able to do. But it's because of the very presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. We will be with Him. We will be able to see Him face to face. And so we we long for the presence of the Lord. We want to enjoy that now, but we also look forward to that in the future. We should be longing for God because He is the living God. And this goes back once again to the Lord Jesus Christ. We do not worship a God who is still in the grave, hallelujah, but we worship the Lord because He rose on the third day. He is a living God, unlike the gods of the people surrounding the people of Jerusalem who worship mere idols or or objects of stone or wood our God is a living God and therefore our joy and our flesh should sing with joy just as the psalmist said that's the joy the joy of the Lord is being present with the Lord and longing to be with the resurrected Jesus Christ and so our heart our flesh Everything should be filled with joy and that's why we desire his presence that our joy might increase more and more We should long for him and be in his presence because he gives us security Just look at the sparrows. They feel safe within the temple they're young there are allowed to grow and to flourish and there's much security for the sparrow if there's security for the sparrow in the presence of the Lord How much is there security and peace for us and we need that today don't we we need that peace and security in uncertain times we need to know that Jesus is going to be there for us and and he is going to be there for us and not only just be there but be a very close presence for us someone asked you today who is the one person that you're closest to Would your answer be Jesus? Think about that. Sometimes maybe we don't think of Jesus as being close enough to be our closest friend. But he wants to, and he paid the price so that he could be our closest friend, a brother who would always be there for us. Do you want to be that close to Jesus? My prayer, and I certainly want to be that close to Jesus, but do you want to be that close to Jesus? Would you rather be those who are in the crowds following Jesus from afar, or would you rather be one of His inner circle who got to see all of His miracles and learn from all of His wisdom? I would choose to be that person who is close, and I think that you would too, given the choice, and you have that choice. Finally, we come to this prayer that the the, uh, psalmist offers. Uh, And he says that he wants God to hear him and to listen to him. And we'll come back to that in just a minute, but I, I wanted to say first before that is that we must remember that those who are close to God are blessed. Amen? They are blessed. They are blessed and they're full of joy. They are blessed with strength from God. Have you ever tried to live the Christian life in your own strength? If you've ever tried to live the Christian life in your own strength, you know that that is a very futile and kind of infuriating endeavor, because we cannot live the Christian life in our own strength. But for those who long to be close and filled with the presence of God, there's a strength from God that that comes from Him, that enables us to live the Christian life. Those who are close to God, their hearts are focused on heavenly things, not the things of the world. We see that in the scripture that we have just read. It said, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, and whose heart are the highways to Zion. Now that may be a little bit difficult for us to interpret, but I think the closest thing that I could come up to is that those who are close to God, who long for His presence, their hearts are similar to His hearts and they are on the way to heaven. They are thinking about heavenly things rather than earthly things. Their hearts are set on heavenly things rather than earthly things. These people who are blessed as well because of the presence of God, they're willing to go through and able to go through desert situations and Turn things out for the better and I to be honest. I wish I was more of a person like this but you know that kind of person who because of their faith in Christ just lights up the room and They bring energy. They bring joy into the word into the room and that's what people who? lean upon the Lord Jesus Christ and desire to be in his presence are like They can take a valley like Baca, which is an arid desert land, and they can make it a place of springs and early rain uh, that also covers it with pools. And so, people who long to be with Jesus, who long to be in His presence, uh, they, they are certainly blessed. Now, about this prayer that we started to mention. God will answer the prayer of the one who desires to be close to Him. His heart is right with God. He's praying according to the will of the Father. Uh, God is going to answer those prayers. He certainly will answer those prayers if your heart is right before God. You know, it says in here that uh, better is one day spent in the courts of the Lord than a thousand Elsewhere I Don't know if you've ever really thought about that. That's that's a common verse that we have heard But if you had the opportunity to go to Disney World for a thousand day with free tickets No waiting lines. That would be a pretty awesome thing But not as good as spending one day with Jesus right I think our expectations of our relationship with Jesus are a little bit too low. I hope you understand that. We set expectations so low, we think that this certainly must be some kind of distant relationship, and it will only be fulfilled when we get to heaven, and in a sense, that's that's true. It will only completely be fulfilled when we get to heaven, but... We should expect so much more about our relationship right now. We should enjoy a closeness and a happiness and a joy that surpasses even a thousand days in the most interesting of places. So let's raise our expectations of what it means to have a relationship with God. Not because we want to raise expectations, but because the Bible raises expectations. And the psalmist of Psalm 84 raises the expectations. He says, How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts! My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my my flesh sing for joy to the living God. That should be our expectation. That we can have a intensely close relationship with God that is greater than anything that we can experience on this earth. Only Jesus will bring us true contentment. We can search throughout the whole world much as Solomon did, spend all kinds of money, try out all different kinds of things, experiences, to find the next high, but they will never satisfy. It's only Jesus who will satisfy. So let's be satisfied in Christ today. Let's avoid sin so that it does not place a barrier between us or an impairment or, or make our judgment cloudy. But let's turn to the one and true living God, the one who gave His only Son for us, that through believing and trusting in Him, we could have eternal life.
2: Oh. Um.